Hi, this is Tom Compton. You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to visit the turning once again. We're seeing the turning as in the now award-winning video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and Turning, Part 1, that recently won award at the Amar Popular Film Festival in Tehran, Iran. We talked about this, and in particular, we're going to be applauding the Presbyterian Church of America. They've just published a study guide entitled Zionism Unsettled. Now, it's done by their, what they call the Israel-Palestine Mission Network, IPMN, and is described as a grassroots organization of the Presbyterian Church USA, established in 2004 with a mandate from the denomination's General Assembly for the purpose of encouraging wider and deeper Presbyterian involvement with Palestinian Christians and advocating for the human rights of Palestinians under military occupation. As part of its mandate, the IPMN speaks to the church, not for the church. So it's an educational arm. The previous, I don't know if it was made by the same organization, but it came from the Presbyterian Church USA, was a program called Steadfast Hope, and that was about the Israel-Palestine debate, if you will, and it had a manual along with a DVD, and I actually attended a local church here, or actually it was a Franciscan Center, Peace Center, I think it was, and uh, they held a eight-week course using the book and the DVD as a study guide. So I think this is the idea, too, that it's designed for the congregation. Now, I'm going to have Leslie read a part of the story. You can get the full story with the references on our website, whtt.org. But I want her to give you a little flavor of the piece that Chuck just wrote here. Presbyterian Church attacked for publishing Zionism Unsettled, Others Applied. Israeli lobbying organizations, including Unity Coalition for Israel, the Anti-Defamation League, and the Simon Weisenthal Center, have suggested that the PCUSA Committee, producing the Zionism Unsettled Study Guide, NED, is a, quote, hate group, unquote, for its effort at what the church group calls the, quote, cause of just peace, unquote. The Weisenthal Center stated it might, quote, divest all contacts from this institution and call on other Jewish organizations to do the same, unquote. The Presbyterian Church USA refers to Zionism Unsettled as, quote, a congregational study guide 76-page booklet with a free companion DVD, unquote. PCUSA stated on January 21st, quote, released to immediate critical acclaim, Zionism Unsound is aimed to bring about an end to the silence surrounding the impact of Zionism and to encourage open discussions on the topic 
in church and society. This study guide is a condensed version of a book entitled Zionism and the Quest for Justice in the Holy Land, which will be published in 2014 by Pickwick Publications. We hold these truths as for many years voiced similar aims. Our 2010 video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1, 32 Minutes, won an award for one of the best foreign films presented at the Amar Popular Film Festival in Tehran, Iran, in January. We concluded that film with the statement that The Turning, Away from War and Zionism in Churches, would take place when traditional churches joined in the call for peace and justice for the Philistines. The last theme of the tragedy and the turning concludes with this plea explaining our aim. We implore you to show this film to every mainline pastor and all influential groups of Christians, Muslims, and Jews if they'll listen. Traditional and Orthodox Christian churches do not believe that God ordained the state of Israel, so they will listen. They need to go further in understanding the roots of Christian Zionism, so they can do their part in recovering America for God. We hold these truths. It's not the only group to appreciate this effort or to think it will bring results. Medill reports from Chicago, Northwestern University has this to say about Zionism unsettled, quoting from Dr. Francis Boyle, University of Illinois, international law professor who said he, quote, has much respect for the Presbyterian Church and he is pleasantly surprised the IPMM has decided to grapple with this difficult issue, unquote. Boyle said in a prepared statement, quote, the nationalistic, exclusionary, and racist ideology of Zionism is the exact antithesis of the core spiritual values and moral teachings of all three of our shared Abrahamic denominations. This path-breaking guide and related materials explain precisely why that is true and point the direction toward achieving real peace, unquote. We thank the dedicated few within PCUSA who are responsible for this effort, and we are grateful to those who have helped WHTT to have a part in restoring churches to be Christ followers. Great, thank you. Now, that's not the whole article. You can get the whole article online, but that gives a good summary of it. And so our hats off to the Presbyterian Church for what they have done. This is really a bold step, and I think it's interesting they, that they designated this as Zionism. It's a Zionism issue, not a Jewish issue, and so they're still being the calls that they're anti-Semitic, which is the standard canard that's always thrown at anybody that opposes what Israel does to the Palestinians in particular. Chuck, I know you were recently at another venue of the Methodist Church, which is another example of this turning. And I think we would appreciate a report on what you heard this past weekend. 
Oh, well, uh, thank you, Tom. And ladies and gentlemen, if you read through our publications, you'll see mention of previous efforts by other church groups to challenge Israel's occupation. And, and that word, quote, occupation, end quote, is a word that the state of Israel really hates. They did, never admitted that they occupy the land of the Palestinians. They simply don't like to hear that, and they denounce it. And this is very significant here that the Presbyterian USA Church, the Methodist Church, that's the United Methodist Church, and the United Church of Christ, and the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, ECLA, are all churches that have taken positions on occupation. And this is causing a lot of consternation in Israel. Benjamin Netanyahu came out today in a piece and he said, anyone who wants to boycott Israel is an anti-Semite. He defined that as someone who wants to boycott Israel. And then you'll notice that in this article, in the first part of it, the uh, Anti-Defamation League and the, and the Wiesenthal Center stated that uh, they, they might uh, divest all contact with this institution and call on other Jewish organizations to do the same. So they're calling on for boycotts against the PCUSA, Presbyterian Church USA. So this is having a toll, and you're starting to get the state of Israel actually showing its spots here. Now, the local Methodist church, not too far from me in Boulder, Colorado, uh, one of those old-fashioned square, absolutely square block Methodist church that you used to see 50 years ago, the original one, they held a program in their meeting room on Sunday, and we went. One of the members who goes there had told me this was happening and invited me to come, and it turns out to be a meeting of the Living Stones, open hearts and minds to understand Palestine, to meet the people who live there at the First United Methodist Church of Boulder, Colorado. Uh, now, the most surprising thing about this is when we went to the church, it was full. The meeting room that they used was fairly large, and yet uh, there, was, there, were, there were something like 100, 100 people there on a Sunday evening uh, for this event, which is, which is really unusual. And it turned out that they had, had about 10 members who'd gone to uh, Palestine, and instead of taking the Israeli tours and being shown everything Israel wanted them to see, they went with the Palestinians, stayed with the Palestinians, stayed in Palestinian hotels, and they visited Elias Shakur, who runs a school there. And they spent uh, uh, quite a bit of time there. And during the course of this meeting, they had no less than uh, 9 or 10 people, I didn't count them, but uh, who were named, and they went ahead and gave accounts of, of things they did there, everything from visiting the crafts and doing craft with the women to, uh, to uh, going to lectures and, and having a lecture by the United Nations about the food situation in Palestine. But they knew a lot when they came home. So this group is headed by one of the pastors of the church. We feel it's pretty likely that they'll show our film. They're enthusiastic about Christian Zionism, the tragedy and the turning. We're hoping they will show it. The point is, this is one church that's doing exactly what's called for here. So that's the kind of thing that we're hoping for. And it isn't just the PCUSA or Evangelical Lutherans. There are 15 denominations who are into this. 
So this could very easily become a flashpoint, and that is what we've been working for all this time, as Leslie read to you, our original aim and purpose in all the things we did was to attract the attention of the mainline churches who are not Christian Zionists, but who just have not been doing anything. And we think we're starting to see that. So this is a great cause for hope for us. It's very encouraging because on the other side of the, of the, of the aisle, you might say, a lot of the evangelical churches ignore this. But then on the extreme, I'm on the Christians United for Israel email list, and you got one today that talks about they're still pushing for more sanctions against Iran as opposed to trying to do it peacefully, as our president is trying to do. And so here they want war. And this is also interesting in this letter signed by Pastor John Hagee and David Frog is the executive director of KUPI. Quote, we are also working diligently to ensure our members are well aware of the challenges facing Israel. To that end, in late December, we held an event at Dr. Charles Stanley's Atlanta-based church featuring Israeli ambassador to the United States, Ron Dermer. The audience, made up of over 200 Christian leaders and activists, came away with a newfound understanding of the critical circumstances in the region and the importance of speaking up in support for the Jewish state. And so what you unquote, and so what you've said for a long time is that we really don't have much of a chance with the evangelical churches. Either they ignore the issue or they're really on the other side as demonstrated by John Hagee and, and his flock of uh, followers. We would stress that people learn to point out the difference between the traditional church and the evangelical or the Christian Zionist church. And uh, we don't care what they call themselves, but if they believe that the state of Israel is the fulfillment of the prophecies of the Old Testament, they are saying the words of the Christian Zionists. They're playing into the hands of John Hagee. If, on the other hand, they say, no, that's not so, it's just another political country. We believe God's chosen people are the people who follow Christ. This then would be the traditional church answer. And it's the one that the United Methodists would say, although they sometimes get a little lax about reading their Bibles. But uh, we, we think that this effort uh, is, uh, is going to grow and it's going to help these people be drawn back to Christ. You cannot imagine the enthusiasm of these people who've been over there and who came back with uh, this revelation that they had discovered over there about these oppressed people, about these people whose relatives were being kept in prison for years and years and years without being charged, about the kids that had been killed, all the things that they learned, it came to them as just a, a tremendous shock. People barely living on the, on the brink of starvation because they're not allowed to get out and work. And all the things they talked about were extremely positive, and the, the, the response of the entire audience was extremely positive. There was really no naysayers that, uh, that came in. They'd, they'd invited some people from the University of Colorado. They had uh, a, a Muslim woman, and they had a couple of uh, boys from Palestine, men from Palestine, young men in school, and they got up, and each one gave these beautiful testimonies about uh, how... Uh, rewarding and uh, encouraging it was to them to have um, to go to a function where people actually talk that way. 
So what is our function in all this? Uh, where do we stand? Have we, is our job done? Have we done our task? Uh, we've lit, lighted, up, lighted a match and seems to be there's fire. Uh, no, we're not done. We started out our video with these very important words, and they are, we live in a war-based society. We can't expect the, the, uh, the, uh, the Lutherans to uh, wake up to this and in, in a matter of weeks or months to suddenly understand the whole picture. So we have to be there to continue to remind people that there's going to be all kinds of efforts to turn them uh, away from this. And uh, the classic method, of course, is to try to get us into another war. So we live in a war-based economy. We have to constantly remind people of that, not to be diverted. If someone starts talking about the need to be patriotic to the American cause because we're soon going to be at war in Iraq or Iran or even in Russia, which is now being talked about, uh, they have to be able to see through that. So we have a, a very important job of, of making sure that people uh, understand a, a big enough part of the picture so they aren't taken in by the first clever scheme that the Washington uh, propagandists come up with to, to neutralize people. And of course, we see Israel practicing that all the time with their little schemes about accusing the Methodists of being anti-Semitic, now the Presbyterians are anti-Semites, and so on. Um, that's kind of how I see it, and we encourage you to Get busy and contact your local churches and get the pastor, if you possibly can, to look at this video and then maybe make contact with one of these church groups that has this, uh, this little booklet available. Uh, and I recommend people buy that booklet, even though we haven't seen it yet. Uh, we know it's going to be pretty good. It's not going to be too bad. Well, the steadfast hope, the the, the piece the, the study guide came out before was very very excellent and it was interesting at this um, franciscan renewal center most of the people there were about 15 that took this course and one of our friends actually helped write it uh, who's a member of the Presbyterian church here in, in uh, phoenix area and he conducted with another of our friends and uh a number of the people, of course, didn't know anything about the issue, and uh, they, they were amazed. There's some ladies that were, their eyes were open. Now, we had uh, one couple that uh, rejected it. In fact, they didn't last the whole time. They, they felt it was too one-sided because it's kind of hard to tell the story truthfully, just as these people that you mentioned that went on the tours, so many well-meaning Christians go to Israel. They go on these Israeli tours led by the likes of John Hayes and so forth. They don't see the other side. They only see what Israel shows them. They don't show the deprivation and what's being done, even to their fellow Christians. So when people like this see the truth, I can understand why they're excited, Chuck, uh, that they really yeah, are. we want to do something. They really are. They're in tears. And I will say this, a um, hundred people in a meeting like that is a tremendous turnout. That's a little church with six, maybe 600 or 700 members. I don't know how many go there, but I'm going to guess that that's a, a sort of a medium-sized church. And to have a hundred people come out on Sunday afternoon uh, to, uh, to come to a, a program like that is very good. And, and I want to tell you something this pastor said um, who uh, led the program. Um, 
he, he made a statement and he gave a list of things that they were and they were not. And one of the things he said is we are not balanced. If you came here to get a balanced approach and to get all sides of the story, we're not interested in all sides of the story because we figured out which is the right side. And we're only here to tell that side of it. If you want to get the other side of the story, you go find somebody that believes otherwise. And, he, and that was the way in which he uh, approached this program. Uh, he he didn't, uh, did not in any way pretend that they were going to try to tell everybody's side of the yarn as though all sides are right in some, in some respect. He just simply said, we found out who's right and who's wrong. And we're going to tell the side of the story that's right. Pretty strong for a pastor. That is. He gave, so a, whole list of, uh, he gave a whole list of uh, things that they were and were not. And nobody disagreed. He had, he had no, no negative response whatsoever. Of course, he was in a church that uh, was, you know, would be looked down by some of the evangelical. Go ahead and talk. <coughs> he would be looked. They would. You know, somebody like that would be looked down because he's not uh, worshiping Jesus like they are, and may interpret differently. But again, we try to simplify it, and we hold these truths. Blessed are the peacemakers. That's pretty simple. Choose life, not war. Who would Jesus bomb? Those are pretty uh, powerful little statements that require some thought on the people. And we've, we've seen what happens when we show those signs to people. They, a lot of them, of course, people get very upset when they see it. We would urge you to watch the Christian Zionism, the tragedy and turning. You can get it on our website. And uh, show it to a friend. Pass it on. Be a, let me let me a, say, Tom, that it's a better film than we knew it was when we made it. <laughs> we, uh, we we kind of liked it when we made it, but it, it is just continues to amaze me how important these points are that we've made, uh, such as the ones I've mentioned, and 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 the point that we are are dependent upon waking up these mainline churches that, that are not already prejudiced to our ideas. Well, that's, that's right. And even our first meager attempt in 2008, the Roots of Christian Zionism. The Roots of Christian Zionism. It's very how, good. So, yeah. The Roots of Christian Zionism, how Schofield sowed seeds of apostasy. And we've had uh, over 27,000 views on that and sold several thousand copies of it. So, we're probably close to 30,000 on that. And this new one is shorter, 32 minutes, and we're hoping to get an even larger audience. Uh, Leslie. Can you get it on, on the Internet as well? That's why I said. You go to our site. It's on our, it's on the, it's on our site, whct.org, and uh, you can pull up the video right there. It's, it's right on the page. Very important to emphasize that, ladies and gentlemen, we started out selling this film and we ended up saying, deciding it was more important that we make it available to absolutely anybody who would look at it than that we receive any money for it. So we, we simply put it on the, on the Internet free and we welcome everybody and anybody to copy it. And it is being copied and sent around and, and, and so on. And uh, we don't care. And uh, we won a film award in spite of having a free film. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. 
Well, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program, and uh, thanks for listening in. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast, and please visit our website, whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.